And the person interviewing me wrote those words down, looked up from his piece of paper and said to me, so do you think we're going to like that? Yeah, I, I do what I do today, Kathy, because of a fourth grade field trip. No credit to me, just me fumbling along with what I knew at the time and the dog being very forgiving of my mistakes. I've never lived in the country before. I've vacationed there, but I'm pretty much an urban person. So when I knew I was going to be staying in a rural area for an extended period of time, I took it upon myself to learn some things that would be useful, like about wild animals and that sort of thing. Turned out the other day that that information came in really handy. It also led me to find the answer to an age-old question. Does a bear shit in the woods? Hey there, everybody. I'm Kathy Brooks, your host for Talk Unleashed, the weekly untethered view of what communication can really look like when we're prepared to be radically honest, radically authentic, and radically compassionate, conscious communication. It's what I coach, it's what I do, and each week on the podcast, that's what I get to share. Sometimes just my musings and sometimes in conversation with remarkable human beings. So now you're probably wondering, what does bear shit have to do with communication or with leadership or any of the other things that I typically talk about here on the podcast? You'd be surprised how avoiding an enormous pile of bear scat can trigger some ideas about responsibility, about accountability, and about being really glad that I didn't actually meet the bear. Get comfortable? Buckle up, because this is Talk Unleashed. Does a bear shit in the woods? Not a phrase that I necessarily think of often, but for a couple of reasons, I thought about it yesterday. It's, it's one of those phrases that's in the same category as is the Pope Catholic, used as a, yeah, sure, you betcha kind of response, like, hey, Kathy, you wanna go to a hockey game? Does a bear shit in the woods? Of course I wanna go to the hockey game. But I think it's sometimes also used these phrase as a way to not necessarily intentionally demean, but to kind of stick it to somebody like, that's a stupid question, of course the answer is yes. So yesterday, I went hiking with my dogs in the woods. And I can tell you that bears do shit in the woods because I found bear scat. Now the first question you might have is, Kathy, how on earth did you know that it was bear shit? I'll tell you. When you're a city girl and you move to the country and you're going to be going out into the woods to go hiking with your dogs, it's a good plan to be able to recognize animal tracks, animal scat, you know, to keep yourself safe, to know what's in the area around you. And so I took it upon myself to learn the sounds that certain animals make, what their tracks look like, and yes, what their poop looks like. So I was on a glorious hike with my dogs, beautiful trails that were just blanketed with a carpet of amber and shades of brown, crunchy leaves that just, it was just delightful. It was so much fun, the smells and the sounds, and all of a sudden, there was a pile of bear shit. And 
let me be clear. It wasn't the fact that there was bear shit that necessarily got me uncomfortable. It's that it was really, really fresh bear poop. Like, fresh out of the bear. And where there is very fresh poop, typically, the ass that let it out is somewhere very nearby. So, I ended up cutting my hike a little bit short to get back to the trails that were a bit closer to the more trafficked areas. And I started thinking, as you might guess by my talking about the bear shit in this week's episode, I had a number of thoughts about the phrase, does a bear shit in the woods and the experience of the bear shit. Because here's the thing, if I hadn't been paying attention, I would have stepped right in it. Now, I ran a dog training facility for a little over 10 years, have worked with dogs and been around dogs and horses and other animals most of my life. You'd think that I was pretty familiar with stepping in shit. Well, at the hydrant club, there wasn't a whole lot of shit to step in because we kept the place so darn clean, not just for smell and for hygiene, but so that people wouldn't step in it. We had an exquisite awareness of it and kept it really cleaned up. Did I occasionally step in some? Yeah, usually when I wasn't paying attention. What's the first thing that I typically say or that most people typically say when they step in shit? Ironically, oh shit. <laughs> and then the next thing that typically comes up, especially if you're walking down a city sidewalk and you step in another person's dog's shit, it's immediately to get pissed off at the person who didn't clean up their dog shit. Now, let me be clear, not picking up your dog's poop, it's, well, it's against the law in many municipalities, to be perfectly honest, but it's also not good for hygiene, it's just kind of gross, and it's just not responsible or thoughtful to the other people in the area. And so that aside, when I step in the shit and then I get pissed at the person who didn't pick up their dog's crap, I'm really putting my anger in the wrong place. I mean, yes, should that person, could that person be responsible, be more responsible? Yeah. Is it my job to make them responsible? No. If I had been paying attention, chances are more than likely that I wouldn't have stepped in it in the first place. If I want to be really responsible and I've got an extra poop bag on me, I could just clean it up. Now, I can hear those of you saying, yeah, but why should responsible people have to be responsible for other people? Those people, they should be responsible. Okay, I'm not going to argue with you on that point. And what good does it serve for me to get pissed off and get myself in a snit about it. Especially since the likelihood that that person is long gone is pretty damn close to 100%. Now, if I see someone whose dog is pooping and it's clear that they're gonna walk away, I typically will walk up and offer them an extra poop bag so that they can be responsible. And 99.99% of the time, that person then realizes what they're doing and cleans up the poop in that moment. Now, are they likely to leave the poop another time? Maybe, maybe not. But that's 
going down a rabbit hole that's not relevant. The relevance is when someone else's bad behavior puts me in a bad mood, that's on me. And I'm not saying that people shouldn't be responsible. And I'm not saying that people shouldn't be accountable. But at the end of the day, that's not my job. I am not judge and jury. So the other thought that came up was this. What if I hadn't been paying attention and I hadn't stepped in the bear poop and I just kind of kept wandering on my way? And what if I had encountered the bear? Now, most of the time you make yourself big, you make yourself loud, the bear's gonna run away unless they're hungry or unless they have cubs with them. This time of year, unlikely to have cubs, but let's just say I were to have encountered the bear. There's only one end of the equation that it wouldn't have gone well for. And that's me and my dogs. Because I don't have the means to hurt the bear if the bear decides that it's gonna hurt me. And I'm not gonna get into an argument that I should be walking around or hiking with a gun if I'm in an area where there are bears. No, I'm in the bear's neighborhood. And so if I'm irresponsible around the bear and then that bear attacks me, you know what's gonna happen to that bear? They're probably gonna shoot the bear. That means the bear is gonna pay the price for me not being responsible. Sit with that for a second. The bear pays the ultimate price for me not paying attention, not being responsible and how easy to just be responsible. And then I look at the world and I see how many people today are so twisted up and so angry and incensed and frightened and righteous and mostly self-righteous and all of the things because of what they see other people doing or saying or what they see other people not doing or saying. And it's fueled by fear. And you know what? When animals are afraid, they do not behave well. So when I behave badly by being irresponsible, by not paying attention, there's gonna be somebody else who pays the price for that. So when I'm being responsible, and by being responsible, I mean 100% responsible, responsible for everything in the world around me, for creating energy, for creating conditions, for creating a global swell of hate, fear and irresponsibility, when I choose to put that aside without blame or shame or guilt or beating myself up and I just choose to be responsible, the world around me changes. That when I look at hatred and anger and everything in other parts of the world, and I keep pointing at it and getting angry about it and creating hate and anger in my world, I am contributing to the problem, even if I am speaking from a place of rightness. That I get to learn to speak about these things in a different kind of way. And I also get to listen to other people whose views are different than mine. 
that I get to walk through the world being aware of what shit is all around me. And I get to be aware that if I step in the shit, I don't get to blame someone else for it. And that if I don't pay attention to the shit and all of a sudden I get in trouble because of it, I don't get to blame someone else for that either. I get to be responsible. I get to clean up my shit. And you know what? Other people might need some support in cleaning up their shit. So I get to be supportive and do that too. It's like we're living in a horse stall that hasn't been mucked in a really long time. And that means wading into the shit with a really big shovel, with a really big pitchfork, and not using that pitchfork and shovel on the other people who are wading into the shit with me. So, does a bear shit in the woods? It sure as shit does. We did it again. Another episode of Talk Unleashed. It's so great to have you here. And you know what would be even more great? If you could scoot over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, maybe even Spotify, and leave a review. Over on Apple, you actually have the chance to say a little bit about the episode. Spotify, just throw some stars on there, hopefully five. It helps us get seen and helps ensure that this conversation and conversations like it keep getting heard by the people who need to hear them. So do us a favor, hop on over and leave a review. And in the category of saying awesome things about awesome people, huge thanks to my producer, John McLean and the team at Monster Sound and Picture. They are just the best. And if you've got ideas or questions or feedback, I read all the email that comes in. So feel free to toss a message to talkunleashed at gmail.com. That's talkunleashed at gmail.com. Let me know what you like, what you don't like, who you want to hear from, all the groovy stuff. And most of all, thank you. Thank you for listening, for being part of the conversation, and for keeping the conversation going. See you next week. Thank you.